0: Okay, everybody, welcome to Conversation with a Cancer. This is episode 14, and today I have another wonderful guest, someone that I haven't seen in person in quite some time, but I've known, I'll say most of my teenage years, um, because we were in the same computer science class, I can't remember that teacher's name for the death of me, but... uh, I think she's to always say eat your carrots or something like that. Something similar, like something like that. Something you know like that. Was weird? I was trying
1: to figure out. I was trying to figure out what class we had together.
0: Yeah, you... I think it, it was computer science. Me. It had to be computer science because Teresa was in the class with us, if I remember.
1: Okay.
0: okay. Okay. That's all I remember. But this is someone I've known since basically since high school and beyond, and we've kept in touch. You know, you know how life goes. You get old. You get older you keep in touch You get out of touch you get back in touch but I would like to introduce everyone to Lauren Lauren please say hello to the people
1: hi everybody thank you so much Rob for having me on here
0: oh thank you for coming on so first and foremost how are you doing today
1: I'm good just hey just made it through the day everyone's good so yeah
0: all right so I'm we- good. how are you Oh, uh, you know what? I am trying to get back to normal because I'm doing more things to my body. And but I'm making it. I'm
1: making What is it. normal? What's normal?
0: Normal is my routine of things of waking up, doing virtual learning with my nephew, mm-hmm. uh, leaving with him, uh, getting myself ready for the gym, getting myself ready for work, going to the gym and then leaving the gym and getting ready for work and then going to work. That's a normal day for me. Like
1: just a normal routine. Like yeah.
0: e- eating in between then, and if I want to do some extracurricular in between then. But I started, like I said, uh, I don't know if I told you, but I started a uh, strength and fitness because I'm thinking about right maybe doing a powerlifting show. But I don't know if I want to be compete. But so I have That'd to get be up.
1: awesome.
0: I don't know about that day. Oof. But I started going to these classes in the morning. And I have another one tomorrow morning and it just is different for my body. I'm not used to waking up at 545 and then going to work out like I haven't done that in such a long time. So my body is still adjusting to that. But other than that, I can't complain. I just have to get my body back into the thick of things of that. But
1: baby steps, baby steps,
0: baby steps. But also we are in a pandemic. So how are you dealing with the pandemic?
1: Never thought I'd see myself living through one, to be honest, or I shouldn't say living through one, experiencing one, you know, and I think it made it so much different having kids during it. Mm. And I think it made me more like worried and heightened to like being like scared about it just because you never know what your future holds for the, well, the future holds for the kids. Um, You know, we... Had my oldest son just started a kindergarten. And so that's like, in my mind, real school, you know? Right. And it's like, I think back because I can remember pieces, parts of me starting kindergarten. And it's like, will our kids ever have that same experience that we did? Probably not, you know? So the masks and all that. And, you know, I will say that I think I feel like I'm like most people. Okay, we're in a pandemic, you get scared. And then you start to like come down and then it's like, okay, I'm just, I'm over it now. I'm over it now. <laughs> I think that's
0: what it was for most people. Like you had to go through the motions of, okay, I don't know what this is. Is this serious? Is this as real as they're right. saying? Because, you know, now there's not only the news, there's social media. So, you know, oh. you, can, you can basically put the, the fear of the pandemic on the social media's footsteps. Because, you know, like right. they made it 10 times worse. And so, like everyone else, you stay in the house, you go out because you have to, and then you kind of be like, all right, I'm, I can still move around the same way, but I like, yes. you know, I got to wear this mask right. all the time. But I tell this to people all the time. There's certain things that came from the pandemic I think we should keep. I, I'm not telling people to wear masks every day, but some places, people say have masks on. Six feet apart in the stores? Oh, I love that. You should not be this close to me. I should not right. have this whole conversation yes. ever again. Like, yes, I yes. like that. I like it that nice. And certain places, don't go over the capacity to let people in. Cause you know, stores and when you come in come out, like I like right. a couple of those things, we should keep those in place, but it was yeah. very, very difficult. But, you know, especially for me as a person who goes to the gym six days a week where I was going five when the pandemic started, but now I'll go six. Yes. Like, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> like you, yeah. you don't notice things until you get involved in, like, I never ever once thought about a pandemic, like you said, let alone living through one. Like, I never had right. any type of, you know, you hear how they lived through the smallpox and the polio and all that. You're like, oh, that must have been. And you're my- just like, okay. Right. okay. <laughs> right. And then you're living through one, and you're like, oh. And like you said, you have kids, I have kids. And my youngest daughter, she absolutely hates that she can't do what she wants to do, or we can't go where, right. she- where we want to go. So that's definitely big for her. But,
1: right. I think I just wish there was some more consistency because, you know, like you can go to the grocery store here and, um, you know, for example, you go to the grocery store. I'm I'm talking like Kroger, right? They'll let you walk in, walk around without a mask, probably look at you crazy, you know, but they're not going to have like them on you like, okay, put the mask on. If you go to Costco, you got someone right there not following that six foot distance policy put your mask on, put your mask on, put your mask on. or We have to kick you out, you know? So I think just finding some consistency there would help to make things make more sense. But another thing that we noticed, you know, taking the kids out and still trying to have that normal life, you know, like they want to go Mm -hmm. to the trampoline park. Okay. So we have a trampoline park here, which we just went for the first time on Saturday night. This place is awesome. Like I wish we had this when we were teens because right. <laughs> it's like encouraging that it, I mean Discovery Zone was one thing, but like a trampoline park with like a ninja warrior course like where was that, you know? Mm-hmm. So you go in there, if you are jumping or you're participating in playing, no mask required, but if you're sitting in a parent and an observer, you need to have a mask on.
0: That makes sense. And I'm going to tell you why it makes sense because I'm going to tell you why it makes sense because they don't want to be responsible if someone suffocates. Like, I get it. I get it. They don't want to be like, oh, the person could breathe. They got hot. You know, like, you don't want that lawsuit. Only because you were in the trampoline park do I say that makes sense. But
1: you have to wear a mask at your gym?
0: No. They, no, you have to be required to wear it in there because there's cameras. But once you're in there, you're at your leisure if you want to take it off and uh, leave it on. See, so, the
1: YMCA, you have to wear a mask at all times, even working out. So the whole trampoline park thing kind of threw me. But anyways, I digress. Yeah, Just I, find some consistency. You know, I, find some consistency and allow this to make sense for most people.
0: I agree. It should definitely be consistent. But I also agree that the stuff that they have at their fingertips, now to do, to have fun. Like, I told somebody that if school was online, when we was in school, I would have oh. fun. I would have straight ends. I would have cheated, and I would have just—I yeah. would, would have get out of bed and just turned it on a tablet to go to school. Right? Oh, kidding. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But I if we did
1: that, her. I would have never met you.
0: We would. None of us would have never had the social skills nope. we have because no, being in school, going no. to class, being in lunchrooms. Like I think kids need that so. I really want yeah. kids to have That's that. That's
1: why I, I, as soon as we found out that we can put him back into school and, you know, I'm not crazy about the mask, but if it gave him the social experience and that, that in person, in school learning, be around friends. Cause like we relocated. So this was new for him mm-hmm. and I wanted him to have that. And, you know, I just said, we're, we're doing it. I mean, he, we need him, especially with my oldest, he is definitely needs to be engaged like that. So we're making it through.
0: Yeah, my daughter is in kindergarten. And I and I talked to her teacher online. Never met her face to face. All we do is talk online. It's so weird, but
1: no open houses, no meet the teacher, like you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's weird. So let's let's get back to this. So you and I <laughs> met in high school and yes. um
1: you did you go to Willoughby Middle? I did not.
0: Okay, no. all right. So I'm gonna no. say I don't remember you in Willoughby Middle. So nope. We met at high school. Do you remember what grade it was? Was it 10th grade? Was it 11th
1: grade? I have no idea, but I know I'm trying to think of like if it was computer science, but like I know I had to have met you. Like when I think of you, I think of you as one of those people that was never, they were never like in like a certain group. Like you were friends with everybody. You were Mm -hmm. open and talkative. Um, I kind of felt like I was that way to an extent too. Um, And no matter if I was in a class with you or passing, like you always made sure to say hi, or, you know, you were always smiling and stuff. So I think that you were just very friendly to everybody. So whether it was a class or just in passing, like, I'm thankful for that.
0: <laughs> and the reason why I remember us being a computer science class, because I don't remember nobody else in our class. I just remember us three. And every day I, I made sure I talked to you and Teresa. Like, I don't remember no yeah. one else that was in that class. I'm pretty sure we met beforehand because I know Probably. I met. I met Teresa, I think, through someone else. But I just remember okay. us having that class together. I don't remember exactly yep. when we met. You know how that is. Yes. No. Was
1: it Miss Martin?
0: What's that her name? I don't know. i <sighs> have
1: to bust ha- out the yearbook. <laughs> I didn't know I had to bring him to this, to this, to this call. Uh, I could have busted no. out the
0: <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to ask uh, Kyle. You never called a van, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to ask him... Was that her name? Because that's only the person I could think that. Miss Martin, that tall of.
1: lady with like short gray hair?
0: No, I thought she was kind of short with like black hair, like older lady though. She was always so talking about typing.
1: I know who you're talking about and I never had her for a teacher because she was a keyboarding teacher.
0: So what? So maybe we were in that classroom, but it wasn't computer science. Like maybe it was an accounting class or something.
1: So did you have Miss Kobach for accounting? <laughs>
0: think so I think everybody had Ms. Kovacs didn't we oh
1: yeah I, don't, I
0: think so <laughs> I hated accounting class she was so stern with her teaching for
1: sure like you couldn't even look off and she'd be like um excuse me hey, excuse
0: yeah. me are we are paying attention yeah but, i she, I never. anyways yeah so we will be south will be south we all graduated the same year 2003 so I know what I did after I graduated but I don't think I've ever asked you so I was looking forward to ask you what did you do when you when the high school was over 2004 where was Lauren uh
1: yeah not no path to be honest with you no path yeah I did not um I was kind of feeling like a homebody like a lot of my close friends didn't go away to school so I was like oh I don't want to do that either you know and now being 36 I kind of regret not going away but um I wish I had that experience like I encourage anybody to have that but I always thought I wanted to go like and be an accountant. I don't know why, but it was like, you know, some people don't have an idea of what they want to be when they grow up, but they just kind of figure it out along the way. I'm kind of the figure it out along the way, find my niche. Um, 2004, let's see, I was working actually at a medical building, the old Mendet building at the corner of 185th and Babbitt, or not Babbitt, Lakeshore and 185th. Okay. So I was there just as like a front desk receptionist for a little bit. And then 2005 is when I actually started working downtown. So that was like my first big job. I was working for Sharon williams um, And I worked there all the way. I worked there for 11 years until I decided to stay at home with my kids. So I had a good, good time there. I learned a lot. I grew a lot. Um, but working and trying to be a mom, that that was not working for me. So
0: So let let me let me double back on that, because I remember a couple of things. So one of the reasons I went to Youngstown State is because I went there for a basketball camp. So I never applied to any other school because I knew that's a school I wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. But I remember when I came back home from school, I only did a year there because I had my first child. um, I started working for that the loan company downtown and i had saw you and Teresa (laughs) and tower city City getting i think y'all was getting chinese food or something i'm like what y'all what y'all doing here and y'all was like we work at sharon wheels i'm like for real what's right you know y'all worked on complete. you know tower city's bigger than people think like right like where y'all worked you had to go another place take an elevator or whatnot like i didn't even know that was over there because that's why everybody's like mr hills is over there I'm like, y'all got there in 30 minutes? You know the entire city of lunch only 30 minutes.
1: Right, right, right.
0: So I'm like, y'all got there in 30 minutes and back? So that's how mm-hmm. I found out where y'all were at. And I was on the completely yep. opposite side where they do where uh quick and loans end up taking over. So that's oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's how I was like. I didn't talk to you when I left school, but when I started working downtown, also I remember us used to keep in touch over there.
1: Right, it was like, like we always bumped into you and oh, I had just like
0: always, yeah. always, yeah. always, man. That's that's so crazy. Like you just reminded me of that when you said that. It's like oh, I forgot that you worked at Sharon Williams. That's 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 wild. Like I just thought about yeah. that. So. You said you worked there for 11 years and you used to stay home mom. Yep. So when you were going through the, your life and you were trying to figure out what you want to do, did you ever think marriage and kids were something you were going to yeah. navigate into?
1: Yeah. I have always I always wanted to be married. I always wanted to have kids. Um, I just never had like a certain time for that. Okay. Like I didn't, you know, say, oh, by this age, you know. Maybe back in the day, I thought, because my parents were younger when they had me. So I okay. thought, Oh, by the time I'm 20, I'm going to have kids and marriage. And I'm like, I look back at 20. I was like, ah, oh, no, 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 uh-uh. Uh-uh. no, not no, no. So, uh, things happen for a reason. Sometimes you have to wait. Sometimes you got to live your life a little bit, get a little, you know, wild and crazy, go have fun. And then you just kind of happen to meet that one that you lock it in with. And everything is smooth sailing after that. So yes, marriage and kids was always something that I wanted to have. Um, for as long as I can remember.
0: So, so let me ask you this because did you always know that you were going to marry Steve or that's just something that just, you think like that's time when on, he's like, yeah, this is probably it for me.
1: Um, very early on, I knew, I wouldn't oh. say immediately, but we moved in very quickly. We were engaged relatively quickly. But when I realized that, you know, I remember one of the things my mom always told me because I was in a relationship with someone for five years that like I spent so much time trying to make him into what I wanted or like what my parents would want an ideal person for me. And then when I met Steve, I didn't have to do any of that. Like he and my mom, I remember asking my mom, like, how will I know when I find someone, she's like, you just have that one missing puzzle piece of your life. Mm. And when that person fits there, you just know it's going to fit. And that was Steve for me, like hands Mm. down. And where I am weak, he is strong. And where he is weak, I am strong. And we're mm. just like almost like the male and female version of each other. You know, it's just, it just feels right all the time, every day, forever.
0: <laughs> wow. The missing puzzle piece. Well, wow. I'm out here playing checkers. I need to be doing these crossword puzzles. Do some or something. Puzzle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Do yeah. some
0: puzzles. But yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I hear a lot of people say that, like, you know, uh, I don't know if I told you this but I had went down this path of finding out what a soulmate was and if people are soulmates mm-hmm. and things of that nature because I you know I grew up in the church so I always believed in God put one person on, on this earth for right. you but that doesn't mean that's the person you spend the rest of your life with that's just your soulmate you know right like man I didn't even know what a soulmate was so I had to figure it out then I realized my best friend who's been in my life since since I've known this since high school is my is my soulmate but we're not going to be with her. we're not going to marry oh, each other. Right. So I was like, yeah. man, like, my soulmate's been my best friend. So I had to learn all that. And hear you talk about puzzle pieces, just stuff I've been learning. So
1: that's kind of interesting. All right. your game
0: up. Yeah, I got to. <laughs> I got to start working on my left, as they say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like you said, you, you're no longer in Ohio. You've moved. You're married. You have kids. And then well, your life took another transformation. You got into fitness. Now, you know, I'm a big fitness head. I call myself a right. rat but you're a different type of gym rat, so to speak. Like you have more knowledge than I have. So you, not only you're a gym rat, but you have the knowledge to teach others. Like I can show people how to work out. I can tell mm-hmm. them what I eat and what's good for my body and instruct them to try to do some of the similar things. But you can break it down on a whole different type of level. So before you get into your knowledge of it, what got you to want to gain the knowledge and also want to get into fitness?
1: Well, I will tell you the end of 2019, I'll back up a little bit. So I've always lived in Northeastern Ohio. Okay. My husband and I were both born and raised in Lake County. Uh, Our first house was in East Lake, Ohio. Then we built a house, moved out to North Ridgeville. Um, And then in 2019, my husband got a promotion and took us down here to Northern Kentucky. And I was scared out of my mind because I've never known anything outside of Cleveland. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it actually wound up being a very, very good change for us because he, I mean, he traveled around for the military and everything, but I never had that experience. So I was like, look, like I trust him. I trust that he's gonna make a good decision, not just for us, but for the kids, but as a whole, you know, our future. So we moved, um, I think it was our first day here was Halloween of 2019. So, you know, you go through Halloween and then it was like getting close to New Year's. And I remember stepping on the scale and I saw like probably 235 pounds, something like that. And I was like, that's not right. Let me check the batteries. Nope, stepped on it 235. And I realized that. I was in a very, very bad place. Like I just, I've never, ever been that heavy. And my highest pregnancy weight was 240. And that was at like 39 weeks pregnant. And that was my, like, excuse me, but like my holy shit moment, like Mm -hmm. you are five pounds away from your heaviest weight pregnant, and you're not pregnant. Like you're not taking yourself seriously, you know? So uh, Steve mentioned that he wanted to do something called 75 hard at the beginning of the year. And so I started listening to like the podcasts and everything. And I was scared. I was like, there's no way I'm doing that. Cause naturally I wanted to do it with him just so it's easier. You know, you have that accountability person. It just makes things simple. Um, and I was like horrified. And I remember he had started on January 2nd, And I kept like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know. And then January 5th, I was like, you know what? I have no excuses not to do it, honestly. Like, I don't have any excuses. So uh, for anybody like watching this or for you, 75 Hard is a um, mental toughness program. It is not meant for weight loss, but it is there to teach you that you are capable of doing hard shit. You are capable of being stronger than the excuses that you've probably made your entire life, you know? And that was one thing I learned. And I got through that first week, that second week, that third week, fourth week. And it was like, just started getting that momentum and just seeing the things that I was able to do that I was afraid I wouldn't. Right. Mm -hmm. So I finished that 75 days around the end of March, right. As COVID hit. Right. So all you ever see on social media is everybody, Oh, I'm going to be gaining a bunch of weight. Oh, the gym's closed. I'm going to get fat. Like I'm going to have all this. And I'm like, I just worked so hard doing something I didn't think I can do and got fantastic results. I feel fantastic. (laughs) And then you're like bombarded with all these people making excuses. So I started another 75 days that following Monday. And then it brought me to like June and I was tired by June, but that was the point when people started coming to me for help even though I was exhausted, I was thinking, okay, I'm done doing this. You know, I've yo-yo dieted my whole life. I never understood what I needed to do. I was always focused on that three digit number between my toes because, you know, when you go out to meet people, you say, Hey, I'm Lauren, and I'm 235 pounds. No, nobody cares about that, You know, <laughs> right. but it's, it's all up here and it's how you carry yourself and how you feel. So, uh, long story short, finish that. And I was feeling ready to be done. I was just like, I'm done. That's when people started saying, Lauren, you look fantastic. You look like you just are so much happier and confident. Like, what are you doing? Can you help me? And that was my moment where I was like, okay, maybe this is, you know, how I talked about, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up type thing. But hey, someone helped me start that journey of, hey, can you help me? And maybe this is what I was meant to do. So here I am. Um, I am an advisor through the first form app. I help people with their nutrition. I help just make sure that they are on the path to a happier, healthier lifestyle. Um, and that's basically just going off of the things that I had to teach myself. I didn't have a coach when I started, I was my coach. Steve was like my accountability person. Um, and then when I learned the first form first form helped me understand the education behind the nutrition piece and then helped me with the supplementation. <laughs> and now I can, Continue doing that for myself and help others. So,
0: wow, wow. So I know that was
1: a lot. No, no, no.
0: (laughs) I, you know, I I actually grasped everything you're saying. I was listening very hard. So when you when you did your first 75 days and you did your next 75 days, did you set a goal in between that, or you just like I'm just gonna get through the next 75?
1: I didn't because I was overwhelmed with how many excuses people made mm. like, Oh, the gym's closed. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. The gym's closed, but watch what I'm going to do at home. Watch what I can still do outside. You can go outside and walk. You can do push ups and pull-ups and sit, well, maybe not pull-ups, but sit-ups at home, just because you're not going or able to go to the gym. Shouldn't mean that you put your life and your health on the back burner. And I did that for so many years that I wasn't going to let that be an excuse for me anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I remember when the gyms closed and I had that, that, that moment that I don't even think I took a day. I don't even think I took 24 hours. Mm -hmm. I remember I was like, dang, what am I gonna do? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I had put, my mom had a total gym and we had moved her. And so I'm like, well, I'll just keep it. And I put it in the basement and I use this total gym. I'm watching videos and whatnot. I'm not saying it it kept me in shape, but it kept my mind in shape. Right? I went downstairs in the basement uh, I had some free weights, like two barbells, and I think I had like 50 pounds, maybe in between two of them. So I would just use those and yeah. do the, and I know. And then as the weather got warm, my friend, uh, Tiaka, she was like, I go hiking. I'm like, well, black people don't hike. She was like, yeah, well, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> yes, we do. I'm like, man, black people don't hike. So she got me into hiking. So I started hiking. I started going two miles and I did three miles, four miles, incline. So I'm doing that. And. <laughs> Uh, I started, I'm, then I started working out with bodybuilders at my gym and, I, and then that stopped. And I'm like, I don't really need them. I know how to work out. And so once the gyms open back up, I started going in there by myself and I had already mentally just brought myself back. And I just feel like, like you said, a lot of people are making excuses. Like, mm-hmm. so you really wasn't going to the gym to go work out. You was going to the gym to be social. That's how I looked at it. Like, if you complained that your gym is closed, then you weren't right. really working out. You were just going in there to be That's surprised.
1: a good point. That's a really good point.
0: I yeah. see people who come in there to talk and they be talking and I'll be like, oh, I say hi and bye to them because they be having <laughs> interesting conversations sometimes, but. That's
1: so when that's, you want that mask on. You want the yeah. mask on. <laughs> just- <laughs>
0: <laughs> My first time back in the gym, man, I was, it was so weird working out with that mask and just breathing that hot air back and oh. forth, but i got yeah, me with and Steve trying
1: to do crossfit they had they had a requirement for a short period of time that during crossfit you had to wear a mask and i was like until that mask goes away there's no way because if you ever do crossfit
0: i've know. never done it but i've done some of the exercises and so then you breathe hard
1: I, yeah and i was hard. like this is going down the hatch i'm gonna suck this right off <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm going to die because I'm going to choke on this mask.
0: So, yeah, oh, my I my it. So, yeah, I was – I definitely – I'm definitely inspired by this because once we started talking about it and we – I was like, wait. And I started thinking, like, I remember what you look like before because, of course, if you know a person a long time, you remember right. how they look through stages. And I started looking at your Snapchat. I'm like, man, she's in excellent shape. But then you started talking. I'm like – but you're talking like a nutritionist. You're talking like somebody who done trained about 100 people at the local YMCA. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, no. But, but you're very informal and you can explain things based on the questions that are asked to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not outside with a pamphlet like, this is good for your health. No, you just have, if you need help, I can try to help you. And yeah. if not, I can get the information from someone to help you. And so I have the first forum app because of you. Like my mother just asked me the other day, like, so when we get in this protein powder, I like my, I just finished my, my last stuff. I haven't, so she's ready for it. But I think, I think that's important. Like you have to know how you want to feel. You have to know how you want to look because I I used to work out to look a certain way. And one day I was like, I'm not doing this no more. I'm pushing myself to look a certain way and I don't need to, I need to just be healthy Mm -hmm. and comfortable. And So I also think that just comes from mental happiness and health, you know, so absolutely, you know, just hearing that you just you had Steve to keep you accountable and things like that, like, that's so important. So knowing that, you know, I think you kind of answered this question, already. knowing that you did this, you know, the 75 and whatnot do you think your passion came from standing on that scale or you think like you always had it in you and the scale finally pushed it out of you that 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 moment yeah
1: I think that the scale had to push it out of me and not even just the scale it was just knowing that I was I remember raking leaves leaves and listening to Andy Frasello's podcast like Mm. while I'm raking leaves I'm like I'm never going to do this he can keep talking but I'm never going to do this and I can't believe I would ever think that way and it was probably knowing that I was, you know, so one of the things you have to do is it's two workouts and one has to be outdoors. And mm-hmm. if it's raining, it's snowing, it's cold as hell. You got to get out there and do it. Right. So knowing that I was able to go out there and do that and the looks that people would give thinking, what is she doing? I was the only one out there. I had a goal in mind. I had a mission. I had a, a, a task to check off for the day. And those things incrementally helped me become stronger and believe in myself and, And do hard things, you know, but no one ever taught me anything about nutrition. We didn't have nutrition class in high school. We didn't have any of these things about, Hey, you know, think about gym class. Think about how much we could have taken from gym class rather than here, go run a mile here, you know, bench half your body weight. Like those things were miserable for me. I wish there was more education in it. And those were things I just had to teach myself. And, you know, I am not certified I'm not. Maybe that's something I will go back to school for once my kids are in school full time. But knowing that I'm able to help other people and not have fancy letters next to my name at this point in time, and they're getting results and they're gaining confidence the same way I did and they're getting results. That makes me happier than anything.
0: Yeah, I think for me, I always think about like, man, if school was just. And then just taught us a little more like we had a health class like any other school, but I can't tell you anything I learned in our health class. Uh, I know, I, know I, I passed with a C minus because I, I bullshitted through. I, I don't want to say our public school teaching is shitty, but I think like like you said, they could have done a better job at teachers things like more financial literacy, more about health. Like because our gym class, just yeah. like you said today, you got to run them out for your grade. sir. but we haven't been practicing to run them out. So what you got to run them out. And people yeah. were walking their miles failing it because, like, that's not what I do. You know, you yeah. have a, you play basketball or volleyball, you know, like, when you get older and you realize that you could have been taught a better way, yeah. like, you you kind of be like, man, y'all didn't do a good enough job on that. Like, you have multiple math classes, multiple science classes, you know, but no, so. But that I also, just
1: wish they would have taught us, like, think about the things that you and I have talked about in the last, like, month. Mm -hmm. Like, can you imagine if we knew these things being fresh out of high school, fresh into your 20s and prioritizing your nutrition and making sure you knew like, I always thought, oh, I'll be over 20 or 200 pounds my whole life. That's just it, you know, and it's just like, no. You you don't you don't
0: have to be, you know, school don't even teach you to love yourself. School teaches what's in these damn books that they think that you're going to need. Because let me tell you something. What I learned in 10th grade geography class, I don't be using in life now. Not at all. And I'm not saying some (laughs) of the information wasn't good or, you know, pertaining in life. But you don't learn about, you know, stuff in the world until you go. Like experience is your best teacher, not reading. Reading is good. Reading books are good, but the right. stuff we learned in high school, I don't think prepared us for life after high school. No, Mr. Dave, would you go thing. back?
1: Would you go back if you could go back and you could pick like those things? Like, if you could pick like five specific classes about finance, nutrition, like, would you go back and do it all again?
0: I would go back to high school and do those classes if the same people were there. I don't want to just go back to high school just to take some classes I didn't take. Like, it has to be our same graduating class. Because <laughs> yes. regardless of how much we wanted to learn that stuff back then, you needed certain people in your classes to make some of those classes fun. Oh, my God. So it would, ha- it would have to be... And I don't necessarily need to be friends with the same people, I just need to be the same people in school with us. Yes. Because that yes. made school fun. Like I think our class <laughs> was great <laughs> because of the way people communicated with each other. Like we didn't yeah. have social media, like cell phones were just coming out. So, oh, like, yeah. if you didn't go to certain people's parties, you only heard about it in school. You'd be like, well, Why didn't nobody tell me Was they was like? Oh, I I I, 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 I I couldn't, you know. But I would have loved to learn about nutrition in school. Yep. Uh, I think if, Absolutely. if I was stuck with football throughout high school, that I probably would have learned about weightlifting and somewhat mm-hmm. nutrition, but you know, the nutrition they taught us was eat pasta before the big day of the game. Like what? Like, but why, why, no, why. why? <laughs> it, why? Give, it gives you strength, but the day before, like, no, nah, what are we doing? So yeah. I think maybe if you would have stick, if we were all into sports, we'd have learned a little more, but who knows if that would have been the outcome.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just I even like told I told multiple people, multiple people that, you know, like my mom always cooked at home, you know, so like we didn't have to worry about like preparing our own meals. But just kind of I wish that I had just that idea of what a healthier option would be rather than, oh, my goodness, I'm in high school. I just reached over 20 or what I say, 20, 200 pounds. Now I go to Weight Watchers like mm. I just wish that was different because. I think I could have had more results or better results rather than just worrying about, okay, I have to lose weight. Why does that define me? Why I don't, uh, like you said, they don't teach you how to love yourself. They don't teach you about like self-confidence, you know, appreciating yourself. And sometimes, you know, I had to have kids to realize that I have a two other purposes to make sure that I'm the healthiest version, a good example for them. So that point in time comes so differently for many people.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know what the curriculum is for willoughby south but i know with the upgrades they did i was really upset by that like you put the ymca in the school you gave them a hibachi like what are y'all doing like they got a, a a smoothie place in the high school like what is that what's the purpose for that like i never understood that but that goes back to needs and wants you know you know the high school wants to fit in it doesn't want to be left out like they're combining south and north like that's your rival why would you combine with your rival school but the money and the more kids so i understand right. but
1: yeah
0: i don't know anything that i learned in high school that i applied to life i just have some of the same friends but yeah. i think i think um like my mom taught me certain things and my mom cooked and I don't even think my mom was an unhealthy cook. She's just what our family like and what she knew how to cook and what oh, she yeah, was taught. Absolutely. So you know how that stuff gets passed down from generation to generation. For like, sure. so mm-hmm. I just think like school and household have to be different in some way of teaching. Mm-hmm. And I don't think high school taught us much. But look at us now, you know. We we still alive, we still kicking. And like way. you
1: said, it goes to generations. You know, I remember telling my mom, I'm doing this because you know, I, I remember telling her, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but like you and dad didn't teach us these things, or like it wasn't a priority at that time. And then she said, Well, you know, Nani and Papa didn't teach us those things. And I'm like, okay, so now it's gonna start with me. And you know, I want Liam and Lucas to have a different, you know, me and Steve both struggled with our weight, and we're probably the the healthiest and most fit we've probably been in a long time, outside of him being in boot camp for the Marine Corps.
0: So I, I definitely am the fittest person in my family. And that has nothing to do with no one not caring about fitness or whatnot. It's just, I wasn't taught in our family. You know what I'm saying? My mom, my mom didn't teach me financial literacy. My father didn't, you know, I learned by balancing a checkbook. And that's one thing I did learn in school. So I learned how to balance a checkbook in school. (laughs) I'm 18. I'm not about to use no check. You know, I'm no. paying, I'm all about cash. I want to show off. So I don't know. I, you know how they say you have to break those generational curses. And, you know, yep. I just know my, my youngest daughter, I, I try to give her everything right away. But my oldest daughter, I always felt like I had to wait to give her things to tell her things. No, my youngest daughter, I just, I tell her everything. I keep it real with yep. her. Like it's still stuff that I'm an adult that I don't share with my child. Cause she's a oh, child. right, Right. right but I absolutely give her gems and things now and tell her things now for sure. Yeah. So you are a mother with kids and you're in the fitness. Have your goals changed as a mother opposed to as a woman or are they one and the same? Are you, did you set any new goals that you want for yourself going forward?
1: Um, those things kind of change. Like sometimes it's a scale goal. Sometimes it's a clothing goals, sometimes it's some type of fitness or endurance goal. Like just right now, I just want to find that balance, you know, mm. because I noticed that um when I started my journey, the one thing I was afraid of was to go and work out at a gym. And exercise was never a top priority for me. Like ever, I hated it. But then I realized that exercise was the piece that's been missing from my life that mm. I needed because it was a stress relief. It was something that, you know, it helped me with my progress. It gave me something else to do. So it is one of those weird things. Like when I start to work with people, I was like, Hey, we just need to walk, you know? And that's how I started 75 hard. I just walked. My gym clothes did not fit me and I was not buying bigger gym clothes, you know? Right. So I just walked. And eventually after about a month or two, I got bored as hell. So I'm like, okay, I want more of a challenge, you know? So maybe I'd start jogging or go to the gym, but my goals kind of vary um and I'm okay with that I'm
0: okay with that so a couple of things like clothing goal is a real thing I had no idea how real that was until I started working out I'm like I'm working out I kind of do want my clothes to feel fit a little more snug I want to show off what I've been working out that's a that's a real mental thing you think about right but I wanna I wanna talk about how you said you didn't want to work out at a gym. What was what was that? Just you didn't want to be seen, or you was afraid you wasn't gonna be doing something correct?
1: Um, didn't want to be seen. Um, I think I felt as if I carried myself as insecure. You know, like I said, none of my like workout clothes fit me. They were too tight, and I didn't want to be like that obvious new girl who's like starting her journey. So just being insecure. Um. And the other thing too, is like, I always just go to the treadmill or elliptical because that's all I knew, you know, it's like, that's pretty simple, you know? So having that other side of the gym where all the weights and everything are was very intimidating. Mm -hmm. And now that's like where I go to first now, because that's where I feel strong and can like move some weight around, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. I think like something funny, real funny real fast. When you go into the gym and you go there often, you notice when it's new people because they're coming in with a brand new gear on and they don't know all oh, the yeah. not nothing correct. You'd be like, oh, this is your first day. Like I <laughs> notice that all the time by people. But that's how it is for everyone. My first day in the gym, I just did the exercises that I had already previously knew how to do. Yeah. Um, but I remember when I went back to the gym after my shoulder surgery I had in September 2019, I went back to the gym. I want to say January they told me I could start going back to the gym and I remember feeling like someone's gonna see me and ask me where I've been and they're gonna have questions and then I was I was kind of not afraid to explain my shoulder injury but at the same time like I'm not doing the same thing I wasn't doing before and you're gonna look at me ask me what's wrong like I did have that in the back of my head but once you get past that and you just you just start working out you just start feel good like like you like i always say i don't care what's going on in my life when i'm in that gym and them weights start clanging yeah. the bang, and banging, my mind is free you cannot yep. tell me nothing me and my homies yeah. we just we just did we was practicing for flag football and playing basketball and i remember as soon as i got in the car my whole life just came back in my mind like, oh, this is what right. You and you're do. like, what happened? Right. Like, so, like, people don't understand the peace you get from when you find something that you're passionate about right. or you love. Like, that. that's a beautiful thing. Like, my passion for writing and working out and doing this podcast is just so, it's so beautiful. Like, so when you said, let what you got from that, I just, I can just, I understand I've been there and I wish more people find that. Do what you love, stop chasing something just to chase it. Like, like we said in the generative parent, just worry, get a 401k, retire. Like, yeah, that's what y'all did. I don't want to do that. That's not for me, you know. That doesn't make me happy. I've, like you said, you worked for 11 years, and it was like, all right, I can't do both of these. Like, you're not, I don't believe in letting things ruin my peace, my happiness, my my good Mm -hmm. vibes. So, I try to stick away from a bunch of that so we're at the part of the podcast where i have to always ask people this this is called conversation with a cancer and i am a cancer and i always want to know have you had an experience with a cancer man or woman so lauren have you ever had an experience with a cancer man or a woman
1: um
0: well Teresa, she was a cancer well i shouldn't say she was a cancer she is a cancer she is a cancer that's right
1: Oh for God. So um my grandma's a cancer. I'm trying to think of anybody else around that time. Like birthday. I mean, I'm not ever, I've never been a person like into zodiac signs. So I just know like me and my husband and my kids, like I know what we are. But as far as like I feel like you're looking for a deeper answer. So
0: not a deeper answer i just want to know if you just had some run-ins where you could be like oh that person was a cancer and i just now know that like that's all i'll be trying to see just to get some type of i
1: wouldn't i wouldn't know like the background mm-hmm. or like i guess the characteristics or personality traits of a cancer to be like <laughs> oh that's a cancer you
0: know? <laughs> yeah i don't listen i'm still learning because i really i really I've been convinced based on the information I received and doing this podcast that there's a good portion of me that is my Zodiac sign, but I still couldn't explain to you exactly what my Zodiac sign is. But I yeah. just know from the things I've heard and I've learned, like, I don't necessarily care about my Zodiac sign, but I care enough to learn about my Zodiac okay. sign. So that's all I try to do is continue to learn. But, you know, that's well, maybe healing. I'll
1: learn more about that because I always... so. One of the things I realized, so my youngest son, he's like insanely stubborn, like so bad, like so bad. And he's an Aries. So something I did read recently is that Aries are quite stubborn.
0: and I just (laughs) thought
1: that was like strange. I don't know, but I don't, I don't dig, I don't really dive too far into it
0: me either someone yeah. someone told me one day yeah you're in the third moon I said we got more than one moon like I was really yeah, nervous. Right. like but the way she explained <laughs> it I'm like man that sounds like me that was almost eerie I'm like all right I, that's too much for me like I don't yeah I don't need to know if I'm the third moon from Tuesday when the no. sun is out no that's not for me but, I'm
1: aware of one moon and that's <laughs> it like
0: that's I don't it. need to know about any others Please. that's how I think about it oh, all yeah. right so you, you no longer in Ohio. And I tell people all the time, once they leave Ohio, don't come back. If your family here come visit, stay away. <laughs> how, do, how do you feel now that you're not in Ohio anymore? Do you feel like you could live back in Ohio? Because if, if it was up to me and I could, I would leave Ohio. I absolutely be really? gone. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I, I don't, only thing here is my kids and my family. And yep. you can always come see family. You can always right. come get your kids. Your kids can always come to you. I'm over Ohio. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I'm ready to go.
1: Um. So we, where we are, we are literally at the border of Ohio and Kentucky. So technically, I still feel like I am in Ohio. <laughs> so Cincinnati is literally like a 20, 25-minute drive. Um, oh, It's not like from where I am, it's not far. And then for us to get home, it's like four, four and a half hours. So Mm. um, I don't feel as if our current city is too far from where we were born and raised. I feel like it's very, we live in a very nice development and everything we need is within at least 10, 15 minute drive. So, you know, I grew up in Willoughby. You know, you think about like the smaller neighborhoods of Willoughby, short drive to the mall, short drive to the grocery store, short drive to the movies, you know. So everything is right here. And that made me more comfortable to move, you know, Mm -hmm. sure. Everything else was new, but it was just kind of like, we picked up, came here and we are, we are family. Like we make it work, you know?
0: So I just want to talk real quick about Willoughby. So uh, my best best friend still lives in Willoughby. So every time I go over there, I'll be like, why does this keep changing? Like downtown Willoughby, and then I forget what they call that, the river walk or whatnot. They just made yeah. this, they made oh, this into this to this whole like upscaleness. Yeah. Did you see that when you came back? Did yeah. that did that yeah. make you feel some type of way? Like, why are y'all doing this? This is downtown Willoughby. This you is- know what else
1: is weird too? You know, on off of Menor Avenue. I mean, just Willoughby getting into Menor where Johnny Cake golf course is like that's no more. They're building houses back there. Are they really? Yeah, it's just like weird how all these like housing like either housing developments or like apartments or like downtown living is like popping up out of nowhere. It's weird.
0: It's I don't understand what they're trying to I understand what they're trying to appeal to that it's such a beautiful place you should come and see, but I don't know. I I kind of just I don't like going to Willoughby. I personally don't like going to Willoughby. I have I still have the fear of seeing someone from high school and having an unnecessary conversation. Like I really despise that. When people yeah. Are like, yeah, we're going out downtown Willoughby, i am like, I'll holla at y'all another day. I don't yeah. I don't want to have those conversations. I don't like that. I talk to Kyle. I, I talked to Kyle about that a lot. Like I don't know why I feel that way either. Like why I don't want to run into somebody that we went to high school with. Like I just I just have that fear that
1: that. I think because I can relate to this because the people who you want to stay in contact with from high school, you are still in contact with them. There's no need to go out and have like an awkward conversation. Right. Right. Did you go to the reunion?
0: No. And, wait. Let's talk about that. That, that was such a weird thing. I remember getting the, when I was still on Facebook, I remember getting a Facebook invite and I think they were, I think Megan Dunlap and Summerini was in charge, I think. Yep. And it was like, we're having in downtown Willoughby. I was out. Like, not only <laughs> were, <laughs> I, was I skeptical and the people that I talked to wasn't going, then you had it in downtown. You didn't have it in the hall. You didn't have it someplace where it was just us. I don't yeah. want to be in downtown Willoughby amongst people. Like, that wasn't for yeah. me. Like, so.
1: I did not go because I said the people who I want to talk to, I talk to. It's not for me. Maybe like 25 year or like maybe later on, that might be okay. But like, mm
0: we're coming we're coming up on our 20th in two years right mm-hmm. oh my god two yeah we'll be 20 years out of high school that's wild
1: we are not that old
0: but we're not, not like
1: we're, we are not that old it's not
0: fair I, when we graduate when our two years come up i'll be turning 39 because we we graduated in june right
1: june yep so, so of
0: right so I'll be 38 going on 39 like and that's still not old. that's not even 40 yet it's basically no. 40 but yeah I don't yeah. I was not feeling that I don't understand why they did that but they their part you know I don't want to call them party animals, but that's what they think of reunion downtown Willoughby like I think and I, if, felt
1: as if I don't think there were any like too far people off and it's not even like to talk about them but it was like those people that got together for the reunion could have got together at any time Like, because they're all friends, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas if it was maybe like a banquet style type thing where, you know, it wasn't just Willoughby Brewing Company, that might have been a whole different thing. But I was just like, eh, I think I'm busy that day.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I found something to do that day. I mean, it was like a Saturday or something like that. I definitely found something to do.
1: I think I signed up for a root canal or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was only a handful of of Black people in our graduating class. So, you know, I... Anytime something school come up, I, I reach out to Kyle and I talk to Chris Casper and then I'll talk to Melvin. I'll reach out mm-hmm. to Chaz and I'll be like, "Did y'all hear about this and everybody like, yeah, I'm not going. going. No. Nope. OK, I wasn't really going to go, but I thought like maybe y'all went. I might. <laughs> so it's really, like you said, it's really that simple. If it's the people yeah. you already don't talk to. Right. I'm not going to go. That's it. But I do want to see the high school. I would like to be able to walk inside and see what it looks like now. Yeah. Because.
1: Do you remember back probably, obviously we were drinking age. Do you remember you and I going to get a drink at that bar in Menor? It was, um, what was the name of the bar? Okay. So if you're going down Menor Avenue, this was like so random too. And this is probably after you and I connected at Tower City, we went out, <coughs> we literally got like two drinks, but you're going down, Metter Avenue past six fifteen. Um, it was on the left hand side, and it was like an outdoor like bar area. And it, I did not think of this until I was just home for Easter, and we drove out that way, and I was like, that they can never stay. Stay one
0: one place, right? Because it was, I think it was like a tiki place at one point or something like that. Yeah, Mexican restaurant, hibachi, then another
1: Mexican. But like, do you remember you and I going to get a drink there?
0: Hey, I vaguely remember it. Now right. that you said it, but I because I can picture the place. I remember what it looked like. Yeah. But that wow! Because then we sit on the patio or something like that. The outside portion. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, God, that's a great yeah. memory you have there. Because I would have <laughs> never remembered. I that. didn't think
1: of it though, because when we talked about this, I was like, "Oh man, when am I gonna like? When do we ever like hang out? You know, like." <laughs> I remember you coming to my... To the party (laughs) at your house. house.
0: Yeah, I remember the party. That party was wild. So, Mm -hmm. and you had another friend. Oh my goodness. I'm going to just have to describe it the way I remember. She was in a short Italian girl. You know what I'm talking about? about. I
1: already know who you're talking about. But
0: I don't remember her name (laughs) at all. I remember her, but you had a big... What Was that like a summer party or something like that? Was it like in the middle of the summer, like, like July 4th or something like that?
1: Probably because Teresa's birthday was always around July. So we would do like a July 4th, you know, Mm. party slash birthday party.
0: But I also
1: remember going to like Shooters with you and um, Marcel. Marcel.
0: Yeah. I think that was for my birthday. We went out for my my birthday one time. So you and I have kicked it a lot. You and I have (laughs) history that we just don't talk enough about. That's why it's like. It's it's just funny because
1: it's like. It's just, it just comes up so randomly that I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh. And we were laughing and I will never forget too, because that's when like 107.9 used to do those ridiculous raps. They'd have Not, people call no,
0: 93. That was 93.1. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we were, we, I think we were eating ice cream. Everyone was eating ice cream at the Babbitt house. And all of a sudden these people were started rapping and they were talking about old Navy and gap and you just lost it. Absolutely lost it. So Oh, uh, yeah. I remember
0: that because it was like a—I forget what it was called—but he be like, "Are you working?" And he uh, and they were yeah, like,
1: "Yeah, yeah." Yeah, and he be
0: like, "What you driving?" And he be like, "What uh-huh. you wearing?" And like people always butchered it. They couldn't rhyme and they couldn't just right. be on right. time. But that I never forget the that person. Like Gap. Gap. Like, don't <laughs> nobody wear that as a combination. Either you got on Old Navy or you got Old Gap. You don't have them both. Or. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh man, I, I
0: forgot about how much you and I have just done outside of school because we I don't right. think we hung out as much in school, but once school was over, we just no, always yeah. wow. Wow. It's so
1: funny.
0: I wonder if Teresa remember this, remembers this. I'm a, I'm gonna reach out to her one day. I don't is she still on Facebook? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna reach out to her one day and ask her. She's gonna be like, uh hello. And I'm gonna just ask her a bunch of. Questions. See,
1: but she has like a steel trap mind. She will tell, yeah, I remember that. That was at this day, this th- it was this day of the week, this date, this time. Like she is super good about stuff like that.
0: Ah, oh, so she can probably tell me what I had on that day then. So
1: probably old navy and gap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember what that was. called. Oh my goodness.
0: Are you uh-huh. working? What you wearing, old navy? And- uh-huh. Oh my goodness. Cause they have brought it back a couple of years ago. And I remember I told you, but uh Sam Silk doesn't do that anymore. Cause that's the guy. No. Who did it.
1: Oh my he just God. has a regular so radio funny. show.
0: That's so funny. Oh my goodness. Well, I just want to thank you for coming on here and doing this with me. I know you was nervous no about it, but I'm just so happy that we could connect. And I have all these right. memories like, <laughs> wow, I forgot about that. Like we did go to shooters. We did go to that ever changing bar. That's Wow.
1: Yeah. Life, life I'll have to figure out because I don't think it was Hobnobbers, right?
0: I don't remember what the name I never we would have to find all the names that it was and oh. try to remember.
1: It's just gonna be like okay,
0: a laundry right. list. yeah, laundry list of things. So mm-hmm. so before we get out of here, I would just like to say thank you and I hope you continue on this fitness journey because you know I'm gonna continue to ask you questions. Um, you already made me a customer at first form, so <laughs> you know you you and I are already entangled for life um there we go I just I can't wait to see what life brings us because the summer's Mm -hmm. coming up I know we're gonna share things um I'm going to Mexico in June so yeah uh I plan on going crazy there
1: you go do
0: it I really (laughs) hope I really hope I'm in great shape when I go down there because I plan on being shirtless every day but
1: there you go
0: yeah and you know what
1: they don't care about that stuff when you're down there, but they it does matter how you feel.
0: So I, I tell you what I am gonna feel. Great to be out of Ohio. Like I'm a I have planned to just live on that resort like I like I like I own it. But
1: what kind of resort are you going
0: to? This is gonna be so racist. A Mexican resort. That's what I know. It's an all inclusive okay. resort. It's an all-inclusive well, all inclusive resort. All
1: inclusive? Is it on the beach? Like are you right on the beach? So
0: stuff? I think we could see the beach from where we are. I don't think I think the beach is maybe not even a far walk. Like, I think it might be one of those resorts that's on the beach. I'm not a beach person, so I didn't look at that. I looked at all of the other things that we can do around and things like that. I think I should try to get my mind into being on the beach. Well, start
1: working on your Spanish. You'll Uh, need to know how to ask for, like, one more, please. Uh, uh,
0: My Espanol is great. Dos. Uh, uh, Uno, dos, twice. Quarto, like I got I have the most <laughs> basic about
1: just like dos mas, like two more dos mas por favor two more please uh what is the other one donde esta el baño where's the bathroom because you're gonna be drinking a lot so you want to probably want to know where the bathroom is
0: well I shouldn't say where's the Louvre because they don't know that
1: no okay uh
0: I have I have basic Spanish I have basic knowledge of spanish and i hope but i know since we're going to be on a resort they're going to speak english but
1: maybe you can uh, call mr Chris and ask him some questions
0: i didn't have him i didn't take spanish in school i was one of the kids who didn't take any foreign language in past high school i didn't take spanish or french i don't know how that happened but i'm not complaining because i would have butchered it
1: there you
0: go i would have butchered it i'd have been <laughs> <terrible at it. laughs>
1: Well, enjoy your vacation and just keep working hard. And whatever questions you have, I'm always happy to help. And I always tell everybody, like, if you have a question that, you know, maybe I can't answer right away, I do have a very good circle of people that I can ask and get you an answer as soon as possible. And if you know anybody that you think they can benefit from, you know, what I have to offer, make sure you let them know about not just the app, but, you know, I do have a a private Facebook community, all that kind of stuff. And I always tell people, you know, we always do like eight week challenges, too. We're in the middle of one right now. But your day one can start at any time. Don't wait till Monday. Don't wait until a week before you got to go on that vacation. You know, just start as soon as possible and just carry that momentum going forward.
0: Oh, yes. Like I told like I told you, before, I told a couple of people, they had that whole mindset. Uh, I, I'll get to it later. I'm not ready. I'm like, all right. I'm just trying to put you in touch with somebody who can help, but you know, yeah. help, help comes when you're ready to receive it. So.
1: Yep, absolutely. But,
0: yeah. So. Well, Lauren, thank you very much for coming on Conversation with a Cancer. Like I always do when I leave my podcast, I tell people to stay safe, stay healthy and eat more chicken.
1: There we go. Protein. <laughs> <Brian>. <laughs> All right. Bye, Lauren. See ya. Thank you.